Welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History, produced by the Brattleboro Historical Society. West Brattleboro's Arthur H. Goodenough passed away on September 18, 1936. This is before our time, so it could be difficult to describe who he was. Goodenough grew up on the family farm about three miles south of the Greenleaf Street Route 9 intersection. During his days, the road his family lived on was known as the Jacksonville Stage Road. Even though Goodenough passed away almost 90 years ago, there are ways to get a sense of him. He was a full-time hill farmer and an amateur poet. Upon his passing, he left over 3,000 poems. For more than 20 years, his stanzas were published in various New England newspapers and many other publications throughout the country. Goodenough was born in 1871 and was a West Brattleboro farmer his entire life. His first poem, printed for others to read, appeared in a New York City newspaper when he was still a teenager. The Rutland Herald wrote about Goodenough's commitment to his craft this way. His poetry was not done for money or fame, but for mere love of song, often amidst a tough struggle for existence on a bleak hillside farm. There are four hard-to-find collections of his poems. His first collection, Blossoms of Yesterday, was published in 1904. Another collection, My Lady's Shoes and Other Poems, was published in 1912. A larger volume, Songs of Four Decades, was printed in 1927 and contained 160 pages of poetry. Grass of Parnassus was published a year after his death and contained 121 poems which spanned his five decades of writing. Good enough spirit is found in these collections, and with the advent of Vermont newspaper digitation, hundreds more of his poems can be found in old newspapers. In the 1920s and 30s, the Rutland Herald, Vermont Phoenix, Burlington Free Press, and Brattleboro Reformer published many of Goodenough's poems. Scrapbooking was a hobby of the period, and many readers would cut out his poems and create scrapbooks of their favorites. Editors of the papers would introduce one of his poems by writing, this is definitely one for your scrapbook. Opinions must always differ about poetry, but Goodenough has never done a more lyric and rhythmic job than today's offering. The Vermont Library Association website shares that state residents have access to a free searchable archive of millions of pages of Vermont newspapers, and you could find a link there that will lead you through the sign-up process. If you enjoy researching the state's past, then searching through the old newspapers is highly recommended. It was while looking through old digitized papers that we found the breadth of Goodenough's poetry. Here are a few examples. The Children of Wisdom. Who then are wisdom's children? They are those who covet nothing which they may not win, disown alike life's worries and its woes, and seek no heaven but the one within. Another poem titled Poor World. Poor Smith, I said when it was known, that death had claimed him for his own, that genial soul whose cheerful ray was wont to light the grimmest day. Poor Smith, I said again, and sighed. So many others might have died, and I not miss them. Now I feel a hurt that hardly time will heal. But when his virtues I recall, his kindness, courage, wit, and all, poor world is what I should have said when tidings came that Smith was dead. In 1937, the Burlington Free Press recommended the retrospective good enough publication, Grass of Parnassus. The reviewer wrote, 
Goodenough was retiring by nature and never pushed his efforts on a commercial basis. He was a natural collector of words and lovely combinations. That is to say, he had the soul of a poet. Without special training, he wrote some of the finest verse that has come out of Vermont. He was too humble in his estimate of himself when he wrote, I am a humble singer, and modest are my songs. Yet in the world of singers, a place to me belongs. My rhymes are maybe faulty, but even so my themes are fused with inspiration that comes to me in dreams. Right regal is the lily within its proud partar, but God ordained the daisy to be an earthbound star. For those wondering about a partar, it is a fancy ornamental garden. The Free Press went on to say, Arthur Henry Goodenough was far from being an earthbound star. His dreams and his visions ranged the universe, and he wrote about a surprising variety of subjects for one who spent his life on a Vermont farm. We will finish with a good enough poem that touches on the month just past. An August Cricket When August days are hot and long, and the August hills are hazy, and clouds are slow and winds also, and brooks are low and lazy, when beats the fierce midsummer sun upon the drying grasses, a modest minstrel sings his song to any soul that passes. A modest yet insistent bard, who while the landscape slumbers, and nature seems herself asleep, pours out his soul in numbers. His song is in a tongue unknown, yet those methink who hear it, drink in its healing melody, renewed in frame and spirit. His life is brief as is the leaf, to summer branches clinging, but yet no thought of death or grief he mentions in his singing. No epic strain is his to sing, no tale of loss or glory. He has no borrowed heroines, his heroes are not gory. He is no scholar, all he knows was taught by his condition. He never studied synthesis, nor simple composition. His lays are all of rustic themes, of summer's joys and treasure, yet scarce could Homer's masterpiece afford us keener pleasure. We agree with the following sentiments of a 1927 Rutland Herald reviewer. I know of no nature verse in Vermont that excels the rich and warmly emotional stanzas of Good Enough. He is a born singer, spontaneous and elementary as the thrush. He puts himself into the very warp and woof of his patterns. One feels the sincerity of the voice that sings. Please seek out Good Enough's poetry. You will get to know the quiet neighbor who lived down the road a piece. Please join us next week for another story from our community's past.